Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Chai Spirits, guys. Um, we have a very, very special guest today, in addition to our normal, very special guests. But I'm joined by John. Hey, everybody. I'm joined by producer Jenny. Hey. And super duper special guest, Nick. Hi. Now, Nick won a contest to be on an episode of, of the show. Tell us where you found that golden ticket, Nick. Uh, it was in my sock drawer. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you wouldn't believe how hard it was to place that there. Just a lot of planning went into getting that in there. No, uh, Nick here actually is a an amazing uh, graphic designer and re- really man about town. Thank a, a you. variety of things. But uh, he did our logo for us. Ain't it good? And it's f- fucking fantastic. Um, if I do say so myself. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Nick. <laughs> Nick, so. ha- yeah, tell us a little bit about what your process is for designing or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for logo work, I generally ask like a bit of a questionnaire with people. Uh, do you want things more masculine, more feminine, more uh, professional, more like uh, immature, mature? Like there's all kinds of questions you can ask to get like a sense for the art direction of things. But for this one, it was pretty much Jenny had <laughs> something made already, and I just remade it a bit cleaner. <laughs> like, nice. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm actually like a, a have a video background in graphic design and logo yeah. design is not really my my jam. So oh, I like yeah. got I was I was smart enough to get it started, but then I was like, this is like not bad, but kind of a mess at the same time. So I was like, I I, I need to call Nick in to help me out. So if it had been Parker and I, it would have been on a PowerPoint slide sent <laughs> yeah. over. So. Very true. But uh, we we love the logo. Thank you so much. Nick. Yeah, really. yeah. Thanks Looks for awesome. uh, thanks for. Let me do it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Uh, we have a fun topic today. We're going to be talking uh, doers scotch. How'd you choose that episode for this one? Well, uh, Nick is a big scotch fan, so oh, I thought, yeah. so I thought this would be a fun one for him to be on. This doers is our and thank soda you. is my official wedding drink. Whenever I'm at a wedding, I drink Doers and soda. That's a safety. You can hydrate and get pretty drunk. <laughs> I think I jokered you on one of those at a wedding one yeah, time. At your wedding. No, I think it was at Pete and Olivia's wedding. Oh, I don't know. I'm in still Michigan, yeah. I'm still remembering yeah. the full glass of Macallan 12 year that Nick jokered me on <laughs> at that same wedding. <laughs> Wait, Have we explained the Joker yeah. uh, game on this podcast? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that we need to put that evil on the world. Maybe we should just move <laughs> it along here. <laughs> Basically, if you get a Joker on your drink, you have to finish it. Like a Joker playing card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a Batman villain. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes, a Joker oh, playing that'd card. That'd be much more... Oh, problematic. I'm, the next party, I'm bringing a bunch of tiny little Batman villain <laughs> character dolls. Just like hanging out. Putting them on drink. people's drinks. I love it. But uh, I, just make sure it's sanctioned. Yeah. You'll be good to go. Yeah, Two a, people to sign it. Yep. yep. A wonderful yet terrible game that we play. Um, but yeah, for today, we've got three doers expressions. We have their uh, their white label that you guys will kind of it's just standard doers. We've got the doers 12 year and their doers 15 year. We'll get a little bit into details on that. I want to do a quick little background on, uh, on Dewar's. Yeah, tell us. Uh, it's founded in 1846 by John Dewar in uh, Perth, Scotland. Uh, he needed more single malt in its blend, so the Dewar family built the Aberfeldy Distillery. Whoa, wait a second. That's another distillery I know, Aberfeldy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aberfeldy, another favorite scotch of mine, um, which is a big part of the blend. This is, these are all blended scotches. The big part of the blend is the Aberfeldy so does Dewar's own Aberfeldy? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Um, and honestly, I don't have a ton of else about Dewar's as far as the background. Uh, it is weirdly 
not a ton online about uh well it's newer it seems like i feel like some scotches must be like yeah, 1846 is pretty uh pretty recent i mean as far as scotland <laughs> is concerned that's like yesterday that's that's probably true i mean if 1899 for doer's white label like mm-hmm. their like flagship one that uh that's not that long ago. I mean, Jim Beam is that's, older than that. That's true. Yeah, that is very true. Um, we don't get many like claims to that in the United States, having something older than something from Europe. Yeah. Why take it? Yeah, let's let's take the W on that one. Yep. Big W. No, no offense to doers. But we'll... Suck it, doers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But now we're, now we're going to try you. <laughs> uh, I do have a question, actually, about yep. the... You were saying it was blended with some of the whiskey from Aberfeldy. When, when the... Scotch is a blended scotch. Is it usually a blend of scotches from the one distillery, or is it a mix of all kinds of distilleries um, from the area? These are going to typically be from multiple distilleries. That's interesting how they work that out. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can mix some with mine, I'll mix some with yours. Yeah, and there's like certain partnerships you get for those things. I know we uh, we did an episode on Compass Box a while back, and they do a uh, um, a bunch of blends, and they actually have really like in-depth breakdowns for each of the different expressions they have of how much of each dis- distillery is in there and they'll have, um, you know, five or six different, um, distilleries. And sometimes it'll be like two or three expressions from the same distillery, but it's different. Um, and maybe it's a different mash bill, maybe it's different, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, they get some partnerships with some of these. I think this happens a lot with blended scotch because, you know, if you're a single malt distiller and you have, you're making all the scotch, you know, you're not necessarily going to sell all of it as your, you know, flagship brand. Maybe it's like, Hey, this stuff wasn't quite good enough to make the cut for my Glenlivet 12 year, but you guys can have a bunch of it. Too. Oh, is that why it's like things are specifically well, not good enough for? Is it also like flavor profile too? Like if it's off profile for their yeah. brand? No, very true. Yeah, because sometimes it just doesn't turn out quite like they they want it because they're going for something really consistent and it's like, oh yeah, we have all this that's you know not quite what we were expecting for our thing, but we'll sell it to you for you know a discount and then you can blend it into something new. Because I know with like Kentucky bourbon, you just can't control taste because mm. the barrel has so much. Uh, chaotic influence right that seems like it's a unique thing that happens though like i don't feel like you hear about people when a like a bourbon brand blends something it's not from a bunch of different distilleries it's it's proprietary they don't tell you about that (laughs) yeah when they sell it to jeffersons and others yeah that's happening all the time but they but they don't want you to know that okay yeah like bullet doesn't want you to know where yeah that exactly they get it from four roses or these yeah yeah whatever yeah yeah um, they, they want you to go buy Bullet because it's all about buying Bullet. You know, Tom like, Bullet brewed this, distilled this himself mm-hmm. in a big bathtub. <laughs> I mean, that was okay, that was Clyde May who did that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. That was an Alabama thing, and it actually yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, like I said, we've got three expressions to try. Um, we're going to get to that, but first, just a quick word from our sponsor. Our sponsor, of course, is Extra Toasty Cheez Its. If you're going for a Cheez It, make it an extra toasty. Someday. Someday we're going to have this as our sponsor. For a second, I thought you were waiting for me to say something <laughs> as the sponsor. Glad I didn't chime in. I'm, I'm Glenn Cheez-It. I want you to know. Have a handful. Hello, I am sponsoring this. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I am Richmond Cheez-It the fourth. <laughs> that would be it, actually. My, when my great-grandfather first invented the Cheez-It... He hoped someday it would be representing... He used to cut every single square himself. (laughs) I mean, cheese, it's just like everything else, cheesy base is probably based somewhere around that, like, era when dairy farmers were subsidized by the government (laughs) to, like, make government cheese because they just had too much milk coming in. And nowadays there's not a single bit of cheese in a cheese. Yeah, exactly. 
You bite your tongue, sir. Well, I mean, there's enough. Jeez, there's as much as you need. It's amazing how much advertising and marketing the U.S. government has done for cheese. Mm. And that's why we're doing it for cheese it. Get on that government dime. Extra toasty. I like that it's hyphenated. Mm-hmm. By a cheese it itself. Yeah. <laughs> the the cheese it itself cheese it. is a yeah. hyphen. Yeah. It's a baked snack cracker. It's not a cheese that. <laughs> You're it's a, a cheese baked it. snack cracker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. Pull it together. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, in front of us now, we've got Dewar's White Label. As, uh, as Nick mentioned, created in 1899 uh, by master blender A.J. Cameron. Um, we couldn't get him on the show today. We couldn't even get his full name. We don't know what A.J. and J stands for. Nope. Did not do enough research. Well, it's lost to history. Very good. Uh, this particular blend is comprised of over 40 different malt and grain whiskeys with Aberfeldy as, at its heart. As we talked about, uh, Aberfeldy, a big player in the blend. That's exciting. Although I do not have the info on what else is in there. A little bit proprietary, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Well, it smells like... It smells... Uh, well, what do you guys think? Because I don't know scotch that well. What, uh, what region of Scotland is this from? Uh, hard to say since it's a blend. Right. Um, so I don't know where all the stuff is from. That's fair. Where's Alberfeldy? You know, that Highlands, is... Highlands, Islay, in the middle, <laughs> on the west coast. <laughs> somewhere across the... Because the easel is... I lose. I yeah, never it's know. it's it's, it's not an Scottish. it's not an Isla. I'm fairly confident it's a Highland Scotch. Um, it smells like yeah, yeah, it Isla, smells. Isla's really tend to be yeah. super peaty. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, uh, yes. Islas are super peaty. Um, Highlands tend to be a little fruitier. So you're gonna there should be theoretically um, a lot more fruity notes on this, and a little bit lighter, not a lot of peat. Uh, it does smell like fruity. Producer Jenny, did you look up? I see you've got a map in I front of I see you. where it is, but that doesn't mean I know where what kind of scotch it is. <laughs> oh, it's from the it's, United States of Scotland. It, it, it's mostly Highland scotch. Okay. But uh, I, I, since it's a 40, blend, 40 malt blend, I have no idea if, if there is any other things in it. But I think it smells like toffee. Ooh, that looks like it's driving distance from here, though. <laughs> uh, if you drive yeah. your car onto a boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that, that doesn't smell at all as smoky as it is. It's not like Lagavulin-level smoky, but it's got more smoke than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little bit there. I mean, but not, nothing like that. But that a, might be from, like, one of the blending agents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what you would call Also, yeah, this is my first agents. sip of, yeah, blending yeah. agents. So, secret <laughs> blending <laughs> agents. We're going like, to use that. Yeah. Thank you. It sounds like, like a federal. It, no, it's like, a you know, mystery herbs and spices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, I mean, yeah, I get, you know, I get, I get a lot of sweetness on there, a little bit of fruit. If I had to call it something, I'd say like a uh, either a maybe a dried fruit. That's what I was thinking, like an apricot. I'm getting like cocoa a little bit. It reminds me almost of that uh, winter whiskey. Oh, I could see that a little bit you know on the finish. Mm-hmm. 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 It sits with you. A little bit of that malt sweetness. Well, actually, I mean, like it's got that cocoa malt sweetness kind of thing going on. That's what I'm getting. Man, that's my favorite thing about scotch is that like on your tongue. The second it hits it, it's not harsh. Mm-hmm. Like bourbon, rye especially, can be like pretty harsh on your tongue the second it hits it. But scotch, scotch tends to like wash over you, and then you get it on the back end. And yeah. when you breathe yeah. <laughs> afterwards, you get yeah, the real. It, it kind of well, stays back there. Uh-huh. Well, I think yeah. two things also that contribute to, in this particular bottle is uh, it's double-aged for extra smoothness. And also it's 40 proof, or 40%, so 80 proof. Yeah. So it's not like... Some of the bourbons we try where it's get really, really hot. It's well, but this does have a lot of flavor. Like most mm-hmm. bourbons at 80 proof are just thin. And, you know, I mean, all due respect to the, that, you know, proof, but it's hard to make it flavorful like this. 
What, what's it, it, does it, do they say what's the second barrel, what's the first barrel? Are they ex-bourbon, ex-sherry? You know, I don't know. Proprietary. Mm-hmm. That's like our word for the day. <laughs> like it just it. means you don't know what the <laughs> answer is. Yeah, <laughs> Proprietary, that it's is, fine. That yeah. is 100% it's, our <laughs> excuse, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> it could be on the internet somewhere. <laughs> Check it out yourself, yo. <laughs> we should have like a... a some sort of tagline for the amount of research that we do and the amount of research that we don't. I think proprietary is yeah. a good <laughs> tagline. As, as I said, I, like it, I, it was kind of tough to find a lot of like in-depth stuff on these things. I, I'm for, sure that's on purpose. For like 10 minutes before mm-hmm. this, I was Googling it because I was like, maybe there's some like weird mm-hmm. shit he did in his, the John Dewar did or the Sons did in their past. Nothing. It's so boring. There's yeah. nothing about this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they, they, they just they, made decent whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> like, he he asked me before to like see if he could, I could find like an anecdote or something mm-hmm. else I could share, and I was just like, man, I looked, I clicked on like ten different things after I googled doers, and I could not find like anything new. You know, I, I did find uh, that white label was in the 1906 World's Fair. I think it was in Cincinnati. Interesting is, is where mm. it won gold okay. medal for whiskey. Hell yeah. Oh. So nice. Thank you. So Jenny. like, which is crazy because it's like seven years after it was created. Yeah, that it is was, that is a wonderful fun fact that you brought to the table here. Thank you, Nick. You're welcome. I, I try to help where I can. You know, if, <laughs> if John Dewar had grown up in the age of Facebook, we'd have all sorts of dirt on him. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, he said some bad stuff. Well, there was, he was that, a businessman. I mean, in that day and age, for sure, people were painting faces and doing all yeah. sorts of cancelable things. <laughs> Sorry, watching Nick just have a heavy pour and then just kill it to get to the next thing was just classic. That was well, great. Nick I, is, I thought you were trying to top me off. I didn't think you were trying to no, pour a new one. Do you need some 12-year in there? That's, uh, Nick is seven feet tall, so he'll take that like it's <laughs> grape juice. <laughs> this is why this is not a video podcast. Yeah, get, I get asked that sometimes. Like, when are you guys going to do a video podcast? And like, first of all, I have a face for radio. It, there's a reason clear. why this you is are, a podcast. You, no, if but anything, like, you have... I, I don't want to keep going with that. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. I was going to get real mean with you, it. Yeah. No, but like we're over here like passing bottles around and like re pouring and what? Like it's it's a mess. Like we can't do a video podcast. And also, but Parker, dude, in your defense, you do have great hair. You have great hair. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I appreciate. That. I needed that. Thank and you, you don't yeah. have a face for radio. You have a very handsome face. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, appreciate that. Now everybody's going to want to know what you look like. Yeah, it's really not hard to find me. Like my name's on the. So is yours. Like, your your picture is like on the is like our main Instagram picture. Is the picture of us holding our uh, white claw tower. Yeah, our white claw wizard staffs from. Uh, uh, yeah, I eventually that. need to change our Instagram <laughs> main need... image to our logo, which Nick made. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see what uh, Parker looks like, just Google 2003 Tampa Bay like uh, assault on <laughs> McDonald's employee or something, and you'll find hey, something. Florida sure. man. I, I, got, I got that expunged. I don't, yeah, you should be able to find that online. I paid a lot of money to get Google that. Google Florida man attacks yeah. McDonald's, except you're going to get like 30 things Parker, come up on that. You should have paid Florida Department of Law Enforcement a little bit more. You'd have gotten that Damn expunged it. fully. I knew it. Got the half expungement deal. Doesn't work. <laughs> so in front of us here, we've got the uh, the 12-year expression of this. They call it the ancestor? That is what they call it. 
What, why do they call it that? Do we know? I have no idea. Proprietary. It doesn't even say it on the bottle, but I found it on the website. So it says, yeah, Dewar's White Label, and then it's 12 years called the Ancestor, 15 years called the Monarch. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there, there's some sort of ramp up there. Yeah, so the 12 year, is, which is also comprised of over 40 different malt and grain whiskeys. I gotta hand it to them. Like, that takes a long time to figure out that right composition when you're using 40 different variables. My God, mm -hmm. yeah. And then you have to get it right every time. That's why the importance it's of a, a good blender. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... The, again, Aberfeldy is, uh, makes up the heart of the malt component of this. The heart of malt. Mm -hmm. and, and this was created by Dewar's sixth master <laughs> blender, uh, Tom Aitken. Um, Old Tommy Aitken. Yeah, yeah. So he's a, a little more, um, obviously a little more recent than the white label was made. And uh, after the blend is made, it spends about six months in oak barrels to properly marry the blend. Um, Before it spends more time in oak? Before well, no, the divorce. Well, no, so, the, so they're, they're aging these whiskeys separately, and then they're marrying them together. So, so Nick, that, that term oh. marry means, so when they're doing yeah. blending, um, they, they put them together for a period of time to get fully integrated. Because if you just kind of like, hey, here's 40 things, let's pour it all together and drink it, it's not going to have quite the same um, effect as if you let it sit for a while. Oh, this mm -hmm. is like when you make like pasta sauce, and it needs to like sit for a day on your stove, and then you eat it, and you get sick. I not that way, but like the way lasagna is always better the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa exactly right. Exactly right. All the flavors have time to What it. you said was wrong, but... Nick yes. is like, let but, me fix but that the for idea you. was correct. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the different elements have time to marinate and bond together mm -hmm. on the atomic level. And, and nice, the, Niels Bohr. And, and on the sexual level, I think. When, when was the 12-year first made? You know, I don't have years ago, the dude. exact date on that. I, um, I just know it was the sixth Master Blender... Who did it? I don't know the exact date. I'm sure that's somewhere. Well, so somewhere. If maybe, the average maybe life maybe expectancy like... in Scotland is uh, <laughs> in 12 the 60s, days. Like, let's see. <laughs> that might get us to 1901. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the thing about the, these types of scotches that, and and alcohol in general, liquors that are aged for so long, like over a decade, each one of these. And what were you doing 12 years ago? Right. Like, but just imagine <laughs> having that forethought. When you're creating something to be like, okay, well, this blend, this blend, this blend, this blend, we're making like one every year. And then in 10 to 15 years, we're going to see how it is. Yeah, And, like, and that's about, the one we're going to mass produce and try to recreate what we yeah. just did. We're going to like have this much it's, to match demand. Yeah. Or, you have to be really good at what you do. Really like precise at what you do. Yeah. 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 Especially in areas where the, when like you were saying we're. Uh, the chaos elements that affect casks like the weather temperature shifts throughout the year like how much how long you cook things for whether the wood that the barrels were made out of were charred correctly like the, all that consistency matters and that's why like some alcohols like uh, I know you specifically have told me Malort tastes different bottle to bottle oh yeah pointing at Parker yeah yeah no yeah. absolutely um, especially back when it was made back in Florida, they were a real loose on the production on that. How exactly? They well, did it. you know, yeah. Auburndale is just a big party. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what I've heard. But yeah, that, I mean, and this, they were doing that level of pre precision and professionalism a hundred years ago. Yeah, it's really no, cool. It's, yeah, that's it's, harder to do back then too. Yeah, I'm no, excited really, to try really this. Incredible. Yeah, give yeah. it a smell. Yeah, and the, the nose I find is a little different on this one. It's not as fruity, I find. No, it's definitely not. It's I, uh, I got a little fruit on that. Well, well yeah, a little. Yeah, little. But, but I feel like, like a it, little peachiness. It's I, like one one blueberry. I, I get a little more like barrel on this. Like clearly, this yeah. is aged longer. I'm getting piney a little bit. 
I definitely maybe. get the like cedar, like butter. Oh, there's mm. butterscotch. Mm. Yeah, there's like, yeah, butterscotch is very prevalent here. It only like have, have you ever made toffee, where it's you not, mix like the butter and sugar and stuff? Not today. <laughs> well, it's like that where you're like you get that it's it's almost the smell of burning, mm. but yeah, like that just I'm, before that. Yeah, yeah, you want the smell a little bit. Yeah. Mm. You're right. That, that's actually a really good note on this because yes, I mean, it's the like not, it's not, it's not almost, quite yeah. like burnt sugar. Yeah, but it's like it's getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like it's, sometimes it's on high. we use the the burnt marshmallow note. Would you say creme brulee? Maybe. Oh, oh yeah. look at him go. Not quite sweet, but I'm so proud yeah. of you right now. Yeah, but it's way. It's actually for but, as kind of sweet mm-hmm. as it is on the nose. It's. Got some kick on the back. <laughs> yeah, it, it's got a little more, little more going on here. I mean, I think definitely it's, a bit more heat. Oh, I like it. I didn't feel it. I didn't get as much heat as the first one, though. I find, I really, find, I find no. it to be a little richer too, just in yeah. general. Like it's got a little more. I mean, what you'd expect, some more complexity, but like got a richness to it that I'm kind of digging. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a dessert fiend, so that's kind of. I feel like this like is like earthy. Mm, this this like reminds that. me of like the vanilla soft serve cone that you that you get when you're a kid. Ooh. Wait, like that? Like, are you uh, cake calling cone? this an old standby type of? Sure. <laughs> on the just on the front of the tongue, that's what I mm. get. That I get that just a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like a, a funnel cake kind of. I definitely want Ooh. to go to wherever you got ice cream as a kid because I think <laughs> they were just giving you booze. I was actually it was actually a place <laughs> called um, the Cone, and it was shaped like an ice cream cone, so it was pretty freaking cool. I miss that when people made buildings <laughs> to look like whatever they sold. There. Right. I mean, I know like. Twisty Treat in Orlando still has that shape, but they, but new buildings aren't being made like that. Like right. I go to I mean, a, it's from the seventies, uh, yeah. like a Bob's Discount Furniture. The building isn't shaped like a couch, but it definitely should but be. But it should be. Well, it all Rocco, if Rocco's Modern Life taught me anything, it's that the buildings <laughs> look like what they sell. Also, you know, it all depends on the couch you're sitting on. Bob's could be shaped like a couch; right. it just won't be comfortable. It's more of an ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one though. Now there is no, there is an empire. Where's nice, Steve though. for that? Very, would, <laughs> very, very smooth. Steve would do a hard five minutes on that uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. empire right now. Mm. Mm. Steve, we miss you, buddy. I just want to know. Yeah, he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. I actually, I really like that. I'm surprised at how much I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's a, uh, it's very. Not this a, would be a good a, wedding whiskey. I feel like yeah. it's just like really. Uh, yeah, I could I could definitely drink um, three or four of those, and I'd be just fine about it. Yeah, it, it goes down pretty easily. And then I drink five or six, and everyone else would be at park. You should probably slow down. <laughs> and then I'll drink two more, and then people <laughs> will be like, "Get your hands off!" Me. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Get somebody, get him an Uber." <laughs> so they'd be like, "Jenny," <laughs> and they would find Jenny. She's you. two more than Parker already. Yeah, it's like, how did? Oh my gosh, you had to do it first. Oh, man, he was trying to just catch up. He was trying to be a gentleman. Um, so next up, we've got the 15 year the Monarch. Um, this was created to be a lighter, sweeter scotch. Um, and again, we're talking about master the master blenders here, created by master blender Stephanie McLeod. My fave. And uh, again, made from up to 40 different whiskeys, aged in ex bourbon or ex sherry. So we got a little more detail on the on the barrels yeah, on this one. Thank bl- you. Still very blended, but so all the whiskeys, bourbon or ex sherry, that's pretty cool. And what you got to remember here is that so there's forty different whiskeys. They're they're being aged in different barrels. Some of them bourbon barrels, some of them sherry barrels, and then eventually they're going to marry those together. 
and before being blended together, and then they're blended together in oak casks again and age longer. So man, a lot of aging going on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably a good sign. And you gotta remember, also in Scotland, for I mean, Scotch in general, it, it's not like something that's aging in Kentucky, just because the climate's so different. It just it's it take, ha- it takes longer to age in a barrel. It's not as variable. Yeah, yeah the, because the you know, yeah, you're not getting the ups and downs in the temperature. So you it takes that North Atlantic drift keeps yeah. everything really. Yeah, that's why like the moderate when, when we had that rum from it's aged outdoors in Hawaii. It's like yeah, it's only two years old, but it tastes like it's been aged for eight years because because wow. <laughs> there's so much the variable in temperature makes the the spirit um, get into the barrel more the more the temperature varies. Get I haven't some road been, miles on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't been to Hawaii, but I'm told that yeah, it's got oh, some temps. I'm going soon. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, he's got it. We put a distillery on his list to go see. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. what is it? Kaloa. Kaloa. K o l o a. K-O-L-O-A. Not Kawana, and if you if you he's, get it, he's not on, he's going to Kawaii. Going to Kauai. Uh, if you could do me a favor and get a um and like get a rec- an interview with the head distiller, that'd be really cool. Thanks. Yeah. 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 yeah I totally have my Nick's a like whole a microphone head. set up. I'm going to give you some business as a cards. Guest to this <laughs> podcast. I'm going to give you yeah. some business cards and go um, out and just be like, listen, I'm on. I'm. A, like you're like a reporter on location. Like, well, this podcast started. Oh, on the you cell don't phone. want to know what I'll do as a reporter. <laughs> on location. We'll give you that little thing that you put around your neck, the lanyard that like okay. gives you oh, access to anything. Yes. We're, get, we're getting a yeah. we're getting a lanyard made for this. this is I, re- great. I require yeah. uh, like definitive hundred dollars a day per diem. So, <laughs> oh, well, oh yeah. So you collect that from Jenny. So, <laughs> yeah, Jenny's so got the um, no. So I actually did an interview on site at Cincinnati Distilling, which is. Uh, re- relatively new distillery, but they like had a podcast set up because they do their own podcast. So I didn't have to bring any of my own stuff and it wouldn't surprise me if That's they had awesome. something going on too. So just saying you get there like, Hey, listen, like I'm a correspondent on a podcast. <laughs> correspondent. A spirits yeah. podcast. He made the logo Man. and showed up once. To I'm be a spirits on correspondent. I can't think of anything like more unenthusiastic on a resume than podcast correspondent. <laughs> well, guess that's a de- Parker and I, I have on ours. I, I guess it depends on the podcast. Um, Chai Spirits guys correspondent. They're like, holy shit. You, you're on Chai Spirits guys? Oh my God. My right whole, this way, sir. Is my there? whole resume just says a Chai Spirits guy. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. <laughs> it's, it's just that sentence. That's it. You really should add your name. No. no <laughs> one of that. the Chai Spirits guys. I like to let them guess which one. <laughs> original Chai Spirits guys. Yeah. Oh, man. Why yeah. like immediately throwing shade at non-original Chai Spirits guys? Well, those are the people that are trying to steal the brand that are out there. Fuck. Maybe. Probably. Probably. Listen. Yeah. You don't ever know. Listen, it's a big deal. Don't don't try to steal this brand. So, uh, I'm not too familiar with people from Scotland. Is Stephanie <laughs> McLeod a, a woman, a, like female master distiller? Yes. That is awesome. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big or deal. blunder, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, master Wait, blender. So how does this work? So or master blender. Sorry, I just want to be clear here. So, uh, the past, these past master blenders who created the ancestor, and obviously AJ Cameron, they're no longer with us. Um, I, I don't know about we Tom don't know Aiken. how old the twelve year is. I mean, other than twelve years. I mean, for all I know, AJ Cam- Cameron is a vampire, and uh, right, right, you know, he could be three, four hundred years old. I don't know, <laughs> right? Because even though he made this back in eighteen ninety nine, doesn't mean that he's of the ages. Yeah, listen, I am right. He could be out there sucking blood. Yeah, he probably not though. He's probably yeah, he probably passed away. Um, and maybe may he rest in peace. Uh, so we, we like your sketch. Is Stephanie McLeod probably is she in the the game now? Uh, yeah, this is much more recent. Fifteen years. Stephanie McLeod sounds like a a more modern name. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I'm, that's just because it's Stephanie. I know, but <laughs> Stephanie is modern, and McCloud is from the Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Oh, so maybe it's a Highlands whiskey. Oh, I, it's definitely it, is, it has to, If it's God, not. I, oh I almost God. made this joke 10 minutes ago, and I'm, wow. I'm regretting not doing Why it. Why did you yeah. not? How have we not had a Highlander joke yet? I mean, listen, everybody loves Highlander. Well, because there can be only one. That was the mm-hmm, answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, that was good. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would imagine she's still uh, she's still doing it over there. But, uh, well, you know. Well, it smells good. Yeah, let's, let's, let's dig in on... Uh, I get a little bit of um, like like spice on this, um, which is funny because it's meant to be a lighter, sweeter scotch. It's pretty so. neutral up front, like on the nose. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. It is. I uh, I just took a little taste, and it is a little bourbony, a little cherry. Ooh, tiny yeah. Bit. Well, I can tell you that I get the cherry. That's probably off that sherry cask. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying cherry, hard cha, oh. cherry, oh, cherry. Cherry. Were you guys saying cherry? Sherry? Sherry or cherry? I'm saying cherry. I, I get a little red fruit in this though. It's yeah. Like on the and which makes sense with the uh, the sherry barrel influence. Mm. That's interesting because I was thinking that I was picking up on the bourbon barrel, but maybe I am picking up on the sherry. But it's kind of combined with that like oakiness. I actually agree with the cherry mm-hmm. um, assessment that you made. Which I but no, so originally I was like, oh yeah, that comes from the bourbon, but now I'm like, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. But I, that's a flavor. But you know, what? I, I definitely am, get it though. I, I get a little of that spice on the back end though, just slightly. Yeah, ever so slightly. It's yeah, it's very, very just um, a dash. Yeah, minor. It's, it's um, nice and mellow though. I like it. It's mm-hmm. like the it's yeah, really good. The front of the throat. Yeah, it's really. Because you don't want to like just sip something that doesn't have any sort of, uh, like, energy to it. Um, and this is pre- this is still pretty mellow, but like it's got enough going on that I'm like, all right, I'm interested. What's the proof on this? I believe that is also 80 proof. Have all three of these been 80 proof? 80, 80 across the board, huh? Yep, 80 across the board. Listen, they're, they're keeping it I would have thought the 12-year was a higher proof um, just based on the flavor and the, the tang. Anybody anybody got like maple syrup on that a little bit? Oh, I thought you meant like on my person. Let, let, me, let me check again. Yeah. It's hard because I think this is pretty well balanced. I think that's why. It I'm is little, very well balanced. Which, fighting us. again, makes sense. We think 40 blended scotches together. Sure. Sometimes I like to point out flavors would, I'm not taking. Would you Would you say mint. it's perfectly balanced, as all things should be? I don't think it's perfectly. I don't know if I... I mean, I, I ate a lot of Starbursts before I came here, so my palate's all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that. Nick, those are Get still in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of orange, also a lot of red and some ink. You know, they say if you can like undo a starburst with your tongue, you're good at kissing. Um, can you tie that wrapper back into a knot or fold it into a crane? Because then you're good at other stuff. But I saw you do it, and so mm. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little little advertisement. There. I don't know how go. much comedy you like. Yeah, oh, please, please, no, that's uh, that's all this is. We this don't is, hold back. Okay, good. <laughs> what 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 are our uh, Tags on uh, the podcast platform. Are they humor, expletives? Oh, well, we're under the hobbies section. Of, oh, yeah. Uh, Was I allowed to curse? Yes, yes. Cool. I cursed right away in this one. Um, <laughs> but yes, we do. We are tits. Expletives. Yeah, well, you know, you have to be That's 21 enough word. to listen. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, hey, Jenny, do we have any of the coasters around? Yeah, the branded coasters? Um, you just going to read us that? They're somewhere. Well, no, I just wanted to, just to show Nick our, uh, our tagline. Oh, he saw oh, it on the yeah. notebook. Okay, yeah, because um, yeah, literally our our slogan is that oh, bottle yeah. fucks. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we use that in uh, in times of great joy, um, tasting tasting things. Is I, that I, something you say 
is there like a rating at the end of each episode? We're like, well, does that bottle fuck? No, that uh, bottle does not fuck. Oh my god, that <laughs> should be a segment on our show. It, it, yeah, it's it's Guys, more, it's more does like that bottle fuck. It, it's more like we, when we're tasting things, and it's like, no, this one is in particular incredible. Yeah, that bottle fucks. It's like an gotcha. A plus. It's it's yeah. fleeting. It's hard to get. Like I yeah. I would not say any of these bottles meet that criteria. Um, no offense to them. I actually really in, honestly all, I liked all these better than I I thought I would. The, uh, the I think the twelve year might be my favorite of the three. I, I thought all three of these were good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I would, yeah. yeah, I would buy any of these bottles. I would prefer the more mellow, like the white label and the fifteen year. Um, I tend to not like high heat mm-hmm. stuff. You and you thought the twelve was? I have horrible acid reflux. Oh, so, no. so anything with like a high heat, like if I take a shot of rye. I'm down for the count. You, for take, like a, you take two tums? An hour and I, yeah, I take two tums and I lay down for a little late at a 45 degree angle <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> uh, that's just like good information for a listener. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. If you have bad heartburn, go for the 15 or the white label. You more yeah. of a Pepto-Bismol or Tums guy? Uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I like them blended. <laughs> <laughs> I like to smash up the yeah. Tums into the Pepto. I snort a Tums, I take a shot of Pepto, and I and I go do se- seven push-ups. Uh, I, I was more picturing you like yeah. muddling the Tums before you pour the Pepto into yeah. the glass. How did you know a, that? That's, a, a, that's what we did at Orange Theory this morning. How did you know? It's a Pepto shot with a rimmer of, of Tums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't muddle it too hard, Nick. You're messing up the... That's oh, funny. Man. But uh, yeah, so but so it's good. So, like, so Nick likes the white label on twelve. John, your thoughts? Oh, I'm sorry, the white label on the fifteen. Right, right. I actually, I think um, it's a hard, it's a hard choice between the twelve and fifteen. But I didn't mean to put this kind of pressure on you. I know, I know. Honestly, um, depends on the occasion. Choice. Depends on the occasion. But today, I'll choose twelve. Okay, I, Jenny. <clears throat> I was literally going to say twelve, and then I took another drink of the fifteen, and now I'm going to say fifteen. All right. I don't know why people call you a uh, a flip flopper. You're you're straight yeah. as an arrow every time. All right, all right, uh, all right, John Kerry Parker. Do, do we know the price points on each of these? Uh, yeah, the, I'm off the top of my head here. I believe like the Doer's White Label, you can get a 750 that for like 20 ish bucks. That's a really good deal. Bucks, it yeah. really is a good price. The yeah. 12 year, I believe, is like 32, 35, and then I think the 15's in the 40 ish, 45 range. And to be fair now. Uh, how does a blend of scotch work? Like, are most of these 15, do we know anything like how old they actually are? Because you know, like we talk about like rum is kind of oh, like Oh, like a, do they total it? Ooh, that's a great question. I've, is it like you blended a nine right. and a six and you get a 14? So scotch, I think, is more in the bourbon camp nine of being six. pretty Shit, sorry, is, 15. Jenny, <laughs> you know, d- damn it. You know, Nick Nick is big into the arts. I and I think uh, arts cool. I'm yeah. a words guy. I was yeah. I was counting what he was saying. Yeah. Have you ever uh this this podcast is sponsored by Sylvan Learning Center, <laughs> where I spent a significant portion of my childhood. <laughs> but I, I believe that uh scotch is is more like it's the minimum, not the average. Okay. That it's blended okay. in there. Much like bourbon's the same way where you can be an, a blend of 12 to 16-year bourbon, but you, you can call it a 12-year, not a 16-year. Yeah. Whereas like something like rum is much more loose, and you can be like, yeah, it's a, yeah I'll call it the average. The oldest, or like the oldest thing, right? Like, yeah, you can do basically whatever you want, really. Oh, there was like an eyedropper full of 23-year in this. Let's call it 23-year-old rum. Interesting. Um, 
because there's just much less. But then you get like a bad reputation. People are like, man, it doesn't taste like that. I mean, like, you know, there's like. But nobody knows. Like, nobody knows what that is. We we know like some brands like Foursquare, like you can kind of taste the age on that. Well, yeah, because Foursquare, I mean, they have like some 12 year stuff that's like incredible versus other rums that are 12 years that are not incredible. Tastes like earwax. Yeah. So others. others. With the aging process. So it's progressively as it gets older, Mm -hmm. it's. Better, you what? What f- you're pulling flavor notes from the barrel, correct? Right? correct. So, it's always going to get more oaky or cherry or wine notes or sherry or. I mean, it's also it's like a bell curve, right? So right, like you know. there's diminishing returns at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes you you can overage something for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you see this, and this kind of depends a little on the spirit too, but uh, like scotch, older, you can kind of go older with scotch more so than other things because. In aging in Scotland, it doesn't age as fast as it does somewhere with a warmer right, climate. The temperature. Whereas, yeah, if you have a you know a twenty a twenty five year old Scotch versus a twenty five year old bourbon, the twenty five year old Scotch is probably going to be better on average, just because a twenty five year old bourbon, depending on a lot of variables, is probably too old. Like, I don't well, think I've had a twenty five year old bourbon. It's probably a little o- probably a little over oaked at that point because yeah. it's getting just too much influence. And actually, the worst thing in this is like uh, tequila. Like tequila has got a real diminishing return after a certain age. Yeah. And it's pretty, it's pretty low, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, cause then Añejo, Añejo is less, is aged less than two years. Like it can be aged up to two years. It can't be aged more than that. An extra Añejo can be more than that. Like I remember I had, I had a seven year, um, aged tequila that was like, really, it was like, like, a, I don't know, a $300 bottle of tequila. And I was like, this isn't even good. This is, yeah. this is clearly like lost all of the, the good things about the main spirit. Now it's like, ah, it's just like, ugh. What do you, you would think maybe like some of these companies would benefit from, a, like a, I want to say like a hands across America thing, but a uh, hands across the world. Well, just shit. Yeah, hands across the world. Is that what it was called? I don't know. No, no, I wasn't no, alive then. No, no. I'm just saying like um, like it's bigger than that. Yeah, right. But like sharing, like moving a bunch of product from Mexico up to maybe like Maine and mm-hmm. storing it in Maine. Oh, and tequila aging stored it in, in Maine. Maine. Oh, that's interesting. Maine tequila. Like aging yeah, just in, aging it in different locations exactly. and it's grown. Yeah. So that way, yeah. like. It can enjoy the same, but then you get uh, that salt. Scotch gets you get out that of salt air so from Maine too. That is interesting. Um, but you also know. don't have to use Maine, like Guys, like I, huge. That was yeah, just yeah, a but, yeah. Yeah, I also own forty acres in Maine. Hey. And I'm trying to sell and, yeah, and, right and, now, and, so. and I've got a, I've got a rick house with no barrels in it. So that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what I ship them over. I just happen to have a rick house that's well, empty. That's an interesting thought, though. Like, hey, what if you what if you took. Uh, the scotch for like 15 years and then let's move it over to like uh kentucky for 10 and then see what or four and see what right, happens and, and no absolutely block. um that, a, lot of, a lot of good thoughts there um let's r- talk about this being uh one of our only scotch episodes oh, um we, yeah we've done we a couple yeah oh, but we well, don't do them we often I'm, it's, I'm excited to do it yeah um i you know i was like getting into new stuff so this is i'm glad we did it good times um we do have a mailbag question before we go Oh yeah, um, from Brian from the Northwest. I am un- Pacific un- Northwest. He didn't say Pacific. He just said Northwest. Well, but if you're oh. in the Northwest, it's probably the I Pacific would assume Northwest. in the Pacific Northwest. Well, it could Northwest. be like the Northwest of like you know of Chicago Europe. for all I know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, he um, he asked. He just had the the uh, the birth of his second his second child. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Brian. And he asks. Um, and and whoever had the child with Brian. Absolutely. It was a team effort. <laughs> At least two people involved. I, I will say the other person probably did most of the work. <laughs> right, right. That's well, why that person deserves some congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Good call, and, John. And although I don't know Brian personally, I would think that whoever that was, uh, Brian was providing good support too. I, 
I hope so. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, he asks, what would be a good bottle to uh, to commemorate the, the birth of his child? Something he could save for a long time. Oh man, what a good save, question! I, I, I get, save for a long time, though. Like, well, ideally, I think his. Uh, he, I'm paraphrasing a little. Yeah. Um, he uh, he for his. The birth of his first child, he got a bottle of uh, of Blanton's with a bottle date. I, I think it was the day either they were born or the day they were brought home. I think brought home, yeah. Brought home, and uh, so something, you know, that would commemorate the uh, the the birth and may, that maybe you can save till they're twenty one. Maybe not make it that long. I don't know. The, the drinking wise, not. The, I know, have so a Jesus. I, I, mean, I, meant, I meant that they would open the bottle before that. I'm sorry, Ryan. I meant that they would open the bottle. Before then, if it was such a good bottle, you'd want to open it before 21 years passed. I, here's the Jeez, thing. Jeez, Nick. <laughs> you God. I actually, here's the thing. I don't think you Nick ha- is listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice to finally be heard. <laughs> I don't think you have to like go out and break the bank on a bottle here because here's the thing. Can you imagine right now a bottle that is 21 years old? That's already very exciting. Like even if it was just something straight off the shelf. Like people are going crazy right now for wild turkey dusties from the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And so- like find a, a bottle that you like a lot right now that will store well that has a cork in it because that's kind of the important thing is it's got to have a cork in it, right? Well, I was thinking about this. So I, I love the idea of getting the date, on, like the bottle date on there. So if you can, if you can find a bottle, and it doesn't have to be like you said, a crazy um, older expensive bottle. Like, or like a commemorative or yeah. anything like well, that. It doesn't have to be Blanton's with the, you know, mm-hmm. bottle dump date. Well, I was thinking like something again that we enjoy, uh, New Riff. Yeah, and they would put the dates and all their stuff as Great far as when point. it was when it was bottled, when it was barreled. And it's got they, a it's got a, a cork in it, so you could put it on its side yeah. and like. And also at New Riff, they do engraving. So if you want to get like if you order it, you they can engrave something on it for you. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. So that that was my first thought is do um, get like a bottle of New Riff, find it, look around in a couple months because that's that's when it's going to start coming available with the bottle date that matches the. Uh, the uh, the born date for your child, and uh, see if you can find that. I mean, that's obviously tough to do, I'm sure. But uh, see if you can find that with that date is so cool. You but, could lie to that kid and just get the bottle and grape. Oh, say whatever. It well, no, no, they, they actually have uh, they print on the. Oh, okay. It's printed. Yeah, they yeah. Engra- like, the, engra- the engraving. You can obviously. <laughs> but the kid will be 21 by then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a week off. Who cares? Either, yeah. either that or um something. Some sort of like single barrel or like a release that's very specific to that time period. Oh, yeah. I mean, like a Russell's would have like, uh, I mean, because yeah. you have to think about like what's distributed uh, in the Northwest, wherever that is. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I was thinking maybe like, oh, if you got like an Elijah Craig from that, like barrel proof from that time, but I don't think they have one released that month, unfortunately. Um, but you, well, could, you could do that year though, where if, you know, if you get an, yeah, a, or just a, by year. an a or a B22, um, and then, you know, it's because that's going to be so unique in you know twenty one years that right yeah pick it, something that you like. It came from the birth year versus it came from the birthday, the birth month. Yeah, yeah. but I like something oh. that you know is going to be different because I, I wouldn't want just an expensive bottle for an expensive bottle that's not necessarily going to be good, good and that different. In like yeah. you know if you know if you get a you know whatever bottle that's you know two hundred bucks, but it you know it's is it going to be that much different in. 21 years versus if they're doing the same thing every year versus, hey, I'm getting a single barrel. It doesn't have to be super expensive. It's going to be really unique, though. I really do like that idea of like a good single barrel because mm-hmm. like those are going to change so much. And that those single yeah. barrel programs are going to change so much in 21 years. Absolutely. But if I may make a recommendation for this sure, person please. for please. what to uh, supply your child with, uh, a bottle of Goldschlager. Mm. Because in 21 years, when the economies of the world have collapsed, you can s- filter out the gold and use it for conducting electricity. 
to make radios or uh, maybe some sort of telemetry device. Or And would you recommend getting drunk on that, or do you need to keep your wits about you in this Mad Max said world? filter it out. So yeah. you, can fil- you just filter out the gold. The rest is good to drink. Yeah. I mean, but can you drink it, though, when you need your wits about you in a Mad Max world like that? <laughs> to be honest, if I'm in a Mad Max world... <laughs> There's not a lot I'm going to like not. need to keep my whips, wits about me for because it's just like whatever happens, We're happens, just man. Yeah. <laughs> like, just trying some gasoline. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm peeing into a Mr. Coffee and making oh my know, God. Aquafina. Well, this took a weird turn. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, Jenny, any thoughts on a bottle to commemorate other than the new riff we talked about? Um, I like the new riff idea. Generally speaking, though, I think it's a good idea to pick something that you like. Because when you pass that down 21 years later, then it has the meaning to your kid, you yeah, know? that's so true. Um, because it's, it's like, okay, this is something that I used to drink a lot. I saved this bottle for you. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's super important. Yeah. So get that old granddad 114. Because <laughs> as, honestly, like if my dad was to be like, I, oh, I saved this bottle of booze I got you when I got when you were born. It's one of my favorites. Like I got it for you. I would not care what it was no and so you might and especially when you're 21 you don't understand important. what what like good liquor is yet and if you do you're kind of a dick yeah like, <laughs> yeah well you know you've ruined college mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you're gonna be that guy wearing like one of those what are the what are those fedora like, no yeah fedora or those like newsy hats oh yeah, yeah and yeah. just tell like mansplaining to everybody about like what a good bourbon is and it's like you're 21 Calm down. Nobody's listening to <laughs> you. Nobody's listening to you. They all They're all funneling light. vodka <laughs> in the kitchen. Sorry, <laughs> is that on special for three bucks a shot? Because <laughs> yeah. it's not on mine interested. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a time and a place to mm-hmm. drink good mm-hmm. bourbon, and it's when you get older. Well, Brian, I hope that helps. Um, thanks so much for your email. Um, uh, everyone, feel free to give us your questions at uh, chispiritsguys at gmail.com. And uh, follow us on Instagram at chispiritsguys. And we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.